0: It's okay to have space between these things. Don't feel like you have to, oh, I was on this podcast yesterday. I need to write up this blog post today. I need to have all these different elements ready to go. This content is most likely evergreen. So don't feel like you have to show up in all these different ways within the same week, even within the same month. Give yourself some space to breathe, put it on your to-do list and keep it moving. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Lead where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you quick podcasting tip before we dive into today's episode apple podcast is going to be putting more of an emphasis on podcast episode cover art so this is different than your general podcast cover art and is specific to each episode having its own cover art if you're someone who already does this for your podcast then keep on keeping on (laughs) If you're someone who does not, then it might be worth looking into adding that into your workflow. Don't have a workflow? We have something for you for that. We have a workflow checklist that you can download. If you go to galatimedia.com slash workflow training, we'll make sure that we link that in the show notes and we'll have that checklist for you for free. Highly recommend checking that out if you are someone who struggles with trying to figure out what to do with your podcast and what needs to happen when and all that other fun stuff. Those changes to Apple Podcasts and their emphasis on podcast episode cover art will be taking place in September 2023, I believe. So make sure that you, if you're listening to this in real time, get on it. Or if you are listening to this in the future, hello future. I highly recommend trying to figure out how you can ensure that your podcast is showing up properly with those changes to Apple Podcasts. All right, on to the episode Today, we're going to be answering a listener question. And I had someone in my DMs and they asked me this question. They said, hey, Alicia, I know you talk very openly about being a guest on other people's podcast, being the number one way to grow your show. And I've heard other people say it too. But why? Most people just say, Hey, this is the way to do it, but they don't go into the different elements and the different things that are needed in order to make it a successful collaboration or the things that are needed to actually make it grow your show. I love this question. And even though I do not do podcast pitching, it is something that we highly recommend for our clients. In being a guest on other people's podcasts, we have seen one of our clients not only double her downloads at one point, this would have been about a year ago. She doubled her downloads by being a guest on a very aligned show. And then this past spring, she also tripled her downloads from that by being on another really impactful show. She also got six new clients. From being on that podcast. So, being a guest on other people's podcasts is a really important part and strategy for growing your podcast. And we're going to go through today the why, because that was the question, right? Why? We're going to go through maybe some tips, tricks, and strategies on how to ensure that you are making the right choices with the podcasts that you're pitching on and how to make the most of those episodes. So number one, why? Why is this so important? And why does it work? Podcast listeners are very interesting and very special content consumers. They are listening to your content with undivided attention. So if you think about social media, right, you've got 10 or less seconds to capture someone's attention, to get them to engage. I think the number is like three now, right? Like to get them to engage, to get them to go and interact with your content, with a blog post. They might be scrolling through and then their kid distracts them from reading the rest of the blog post. A YouTube video, they're maybe watching it while they're cooking dinner and something pulls their attention so they're not able to be fully immersed in the content. TikTok, they're swiping on to the next one, right? Like all of these different types of content that we are consuming and that people consume in general. It's very easy to get distracted from it, but there's something about audio that you can listen and most people can listen to a podcast while they're going about their daily lives. I have shared many times that I used to listen to podcasts in the shower. It was the only time that I could get away and listen to a fun and enjoyable podcast. I also used to listen while I was working, when I had my day job, and I would be at my desk for hours on end, running over spreadsheets, and I would have murder podcasts <laughs> running in the background. I would also listen while driving. I have heard people that will listen to podcasts while they're cleaning, while they're cooking, while they're walking their dog, while they're working out. There is so much opportunity with a podcast versus all of these other places because when someone clicks play on your podcast, it is more than just, Oh, I came across your content while I was mindlessly scrolling. They're making a conscious choice to engage with your content. They're making a conscious choice to spend the next 20, 30, 40 or more minutes with you. That level of attention, you can't get that on any of the other content platforms. You can't. So when you are a guest on someone else's podcast, you have access to their community and that community's undivided listening attention. So that is why when you pick a podcast to be a guest on, and you're there and you're sharing your expertise and you're being awesome, right? Because you're awesome, we know. And you're being awesome and you're sharing all of this incredible knowledge that you have. You have their undivided attention. You can make an impact on their lives in that 30 minutes. Then at the end, you say, if you enjoy this content and you enjoy listening to me talk about this topic, I talk about this and more on my podcast. They are probably already on their podcast listening app, listening to you. So it's not a stretch to have them go from one platform to another. You're simply directing them to listen to your podcast as well. It takes a few seconds for them to type in your name, to type in your podcast name, whichever of those two that you're providing and follow your show. That is why being a guest on someone else's podcast is the number one way to grow your show you're tapping into people who are already consumers of that type of content and you have their undivided attention they're not seeing you while scrolling through something where they're already trying to be distracted right like Social media is a place for us to go and most like consumers, right? Are using it as a place to go get distracted, to go mindlessly scroll, look at cat videos, whatever. But it is not a place for people typically to find new content where a podcast guest slot is a perfect opportunity for that. Let's talk about ways to ensure that the podcasts that you're choosing are the right kinds of podcasts, because obviously not all podcasts are created equal. And if you are a dog trainer, it might not make sense for you to be a guest on another dog trainer's podcast or on a podcast about podcasting, right? You have to be really strategic. So I'm going to give the example of the client who was able to double and then triple her downloads. Our client is a boundaries coach. She's incredible at what she does And she works with people to create and build better boundaries. She helps business owners since she's been in business for a while. She also helps with romantic boundaries, all of the different types of boundaries that you could think of from the viewpoint of the 12 step recovery. So she was focusing very heavily on these 12 step type of podcasts to be a guest on, as well as doing some random ones, right? So. Her goal was, hey, I'm gonna be on 50 podcasts, awesome. And she was pitching to a bunch of them. But when it came time to really hone in on her audience, she connected with the adult children community and found that that community really resonated with her. They resonated with her message. They resonated with the type of work that she does. So she was able to be on a podcast that was about being an adult child, sharing her story, connecting with the audience, that was the first one when she doubled her downloads. Then in the spring, she was on another podcast that had to do with this adult children audience. There, she was able to really talk about setting boundaries, creating boundaries with your relationships, creating boundaries with the people who are impacting your life, maybe those toxic people. And so she really shared about her journey. She shared about her story. She shared about the work she does So from that, she was able to then triple her downloads. And one thing that we look for when we are looking over our client's statistics and we're trying to understand what is actually working and what's not, is that we look at, okay, you saw this triple spike, right, in downloads, but let's look at the month after. How many people stayed on? How many people are your ideal listeners from that podcast. So if you are on a podcast that is big, but maybe not as aligned, you might see a huge jump in your podcast numbers. And then once you see that kind of taper off, you'll understand, yes, I was on that podcast that gave me a bunch of downloads, but are they my people? Are they people who are interested in listening and hearing what I have to say about this topic? This is why it's really important to test things out try new things, do different things to ensure that you are understanding your numbers, you're understanding what podcasts are actually your audiences, and what conversations do you enjoy having? Are there conversations that you're having that are boring or you're not showing up as energetically as maybe you'd like? And can you pitch different topics to those podcasts or to other podcasts Based on how you're feeling about this topic. So when you're looking for a podcast to be a guest on, it's important that you not only look at the overall content of the podcast, but that you also look at the audience. So who are the people following the podcast? Who are the people who are engaging? What kind of hashtags are being used? Those kinds of things are going to help you gauge and get an idea of the audience. It's also important that before you pitch yourself to be on a podcast, you listen to the podcast. That will give you an even better idea of who is the ideal listener according to the host. The host knows their audience better than anyone. So listen to the podcast. You'll be able to get an idea. What type of content are they talking about? So if you are someone who is a dog trainer, right? Maybe you want to talk on a travel podcast and talk about traveling with a dog. That might be a broader range and a bigger audience pool, but you know that your people are sitting in there somewhere on the outskirts, right? They are still listeners because they are travelers. Maybe you're someone who is a coach for trauma, a trauma-informed coach, and you are looking to be on more podcasts. Maybe you want to look at parenting podcasts and how the trauma that is from our childhood impacts how we parent today. Something like that, right? So you know that maybe not all parents are going to resonate with what you're talking about, but you know that you can speak to your ideal client, your ideal listener on the topics that are important to you and super beneficial for the audience. Another example, maybe you are a social media marketer who specifically works on content repurposing and repurposing past content for social media. So you could go on to a podcast that is for influencers on making sure that they're making the most of their content. Maybe the topics talked about are very general and very broad. And so you can bring in something that is very specific to Hey, you are in a lull in your life or something big happened in your life. How can you still, quote unquote, show up for your audience without having to actually physically show up? How can you repurpose past content to get you through whatever you're struggling with? Maybe you had a loss and you're really just struggling with being able to show face. So these are important strategies that you can use as a content repurposing marketer. Also, we support people with that or we talk about that on our podcast as well. You can listen over here. These are all different ideas, different strategies on how to think outside of the box and pitch yourself to podcasts that do have your ideal listener, but are not direct competitors to you and are not speaking about exactly what you're speaking about, right? You want to make sure that it is a complimentary podcast. This way you're able to have some of their audience. You're not pulling their audience. You're not stealing their audience. You're not taking their audience. Podcast listeners will listen to nine plus podcasts per week, especially the avid ones that are listening to even more. So you're not stealing someone's audience. You're simply adding those people to your audience as well. Notice that in none of this conversation did I say that you should make sure that they have a certain number of downloads. I didn't say anything about a certain number of episodes. If you are a new podcaster then I would say shoot your shot wherever you can and that the number of episodes on their podcast does not matter, especially since you're starting out as well and like, let's rise together, right? But if you are a seasoned podcaster and I recently actually challenged a podcasting friend to do this as well, she said, I'm not going to pitch myself to be on any podcasts that don't have about 25 episodes already produced, And I challenged her to actually raise that to 50. If you're a seasoned podcaster, you want to make sure that you're making the most of your time, that you are being on podcasts, especially if you already have 100, 150, 200 episodes, that you're on podcasts where the audience is more established. So that is why I did not mention the numbers before and downloads do not matter. And I could not reiterate this enough because every podcast is going to have a different number of downloads based on the audience. So we had a client, they've since podfaded because they found that podcasting was no longer aligned and they were moving in different directions for their business, which is perfect, right? Like that's a great reason to podfade. And one thing that we noticed with them is that even though they had less than 250 downloads per episode, they were still getting engagement. They were still selling out their programs. They were still fully booked out with supporting their listeners because they were very strategic on ensuring that the people they were talking to were a very narrow niche. So that is why I don't say the downloads shouldn't matter. If those are your people, then That is what is important. Understanding the audience of the podcast that you're pitching and being able to show up for them in a way that they need that aligns with bringing them back to your podcast or to your services. Let's talk about how to make the most of those podcast episodes. Congratulations, you were on someone's podcast. Cool. If that podcaster is a wonderful podcaster, then they probably sent you a link. If they're even better than that, they might have sent you some graphics with your face on it or some quotes or some type of content that you can then use to share. Now, there are a few different ways you can do this. Obviously, like I shared at the beginning, social media is a never ending scroll of information. So. Yes, you can post it on social media and hope for the best. I have a friend who does a Friday feature where it is all the places that she has been featured on. So she's able to reconnect with those people, share about how their content was impactful and how she was able to show up as her awesome self on their podcast or on their show or whatever it is. Those are the obvious ways. Some of the less obvious ways are to, one repurpose that content into a blog post. So I recently did this. I was on a podcast with my friend Emily Aborn, who you heard from last week. And she had me on to talk about knowing your podcast numbers, which is obviously something I love to talk about. So after that conversation, I asked her to send me the transcript and the embed code. I already had my notes from the conversation, and I was able to pull together a blog post titled three surprisingly powerful ways to measure your podcast success. Now, because I was able to use that, I then embedded her podcast player onto my website, created a full length blog post, had hyperlinks to her stuff. So that way SEO is like, yay, this is great. all of those different things. And I'm able to utilize it on Pinterest for additional sharing purposes. Now, Pinterest is actually one of the major ways that we get traffic to our website and our blog content. Then I was able to use that blog post to have additional content for Pinterest. Additionally, I was able to create a social media post based on not just the original podcast episode that I was on, but also this new blog post. So that's two different-ish, but different types of content that I was able to create and promote from one podcast guest experience. What I also plan on doing, and you'll see this in an upcoming solo episode, is I plan on doing an episode about this combination of topics, right? So knowing your podcast numbers and how to measure your podcast success. So yes, I've had episodes where I have talked about aligning with your podcast goals, understanding your podcast goals. I've talked about podcast milestones. I've talked about podcast stats and how to use them to measure success. But I want to kind of bring it all together, right? Bring it all together. Have one episode where I talk about the numbers and metrics based on if this is your goal, then these are the metrics you're going to look at and measuring your success that way. Based on all of that, I not only have a feature on her podcast, a blog post on my website, several social media post ideas and captions and different links that I can send people, several things that I can pin. And an additional blog post, all based on that one conversation. So while I understand that this might feel like a lot, I want to kind of set an expectation for you that you don't also have to do all of this and you can take your time doing it. I was on Emily's podcast back in, I want to say it was March. Then I created this blog post at the beginning of July. So I took my time getting around to writing that blog post. I had that content ready to go, but I also had other things that were a priority for me. It's okay to have space between these things. Don't feel like you have to, oh, I was on this podcast yesterday. I need to write up this blog post today. I need to have all these different elements ready to go. This content is most likely evergreen. So Don't feel like you have to show up in all these different ways within the same week, even within the same month. Give yourself some space to breathe, put it on your to-do list and keep it moving. Now that I've answered that question, if you find that you have questions as well and you're wondering, Alicia, why is this thing happening in podcasting or what is this thing in podcasting? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Alicia.galati, or you can go to galati.media.com and contact us there with any of your questions. Happy to answer them for you. If you use these strategies to double or triple your downloads, I want to know. I want to know that you are getting value from this podcast and that you are making a difference with your content and with your show Or if you had a special aha moment, I want to know that too. I just want to thank you for being a listener and for utilizing these strategies to make your podcast even better than it already is. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alishadoklotti. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.